There are a few key things that I have come to realize are critical in order for me to see my own progress in myself. And they're not unique to me. I see them in my clients. I see them in my friends. I see them in my sister. I see them in my mom. We all, when we want to change, we need a clear strategy and a plan that we can trust. We need to have someone there to support us and give us clarity when we're confused, someone to ask questions to. We need to have other people to do things with. That's a powerful aspect of women is that when we are with other women, we often have more confidence to keep going, especially when they're encouraging each other. And in perimenopause, the other thing I know without a doubt is that we have been highly uneducated on the rhythms of our body and how they are different than men's. And really, that's what this podcast is all about. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to invite you into the perimenopause posse to join me and dozens of other women who are healing their hormones and feeling their best in perimenopause with energy, with better sleep, with weight release. Because of the the strategy that is in there because of the weekly live coaching that I'm able to answer your questions and be more specific to you because of the support of the other women in there. And each month I offer a unique challenge to educate you more on what's happening in your body so that you don't have to feel so out to lunch that I know was the exact feeling I had at 37 when all of this just hit me out of nowhere. In June, I am sharing a cycle syncing challenge with you so you can better understand how to work with your female hormone rhythm, whether you're bleeding or not. It's a seven-day challenge that's gonna educate you on that. You also get the P4 formula, you get hundreds of bonus trainings, you get live coaching with me, and you get the support of this incredible group. And these are the reasons that this community, this posse, is making waves in so many women's lives. So grab the link and swipe up here, click the link for the perimenopause posse, and come and join in and stop struggling with where you're at in your perimenopause. It's time for us to step up, have the confidence in ourselves and our bodies in this time in midlife. And guess what? It's only $37 a month. All right, hope to see you in there. Let's dive into this week's episode. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey. 
Hey sisters, how are you feeling in your body today? Really ask yourself that question and not how does your head think your body feel, like how does your body actually feel? Don't forget that this is where so many of us get confused. We've really been raised in a world that teaches us not to trust our body, to look outside for how we should feel or what we should do when so many of the answers are inside of us. Is your body tired? Is it sore? Is it bloated? Does your stomach hurt? What are you feeling in your actual physical being, not in your mind? It's a powerful question that when you ask yourself and get into that habit of asking yourself, you're able to create that relationship that then builds trust. Trust comes, of course, when we follow through, when we're consistent, when we listen, right, to our body. So one thing I know really well (laughs) and relate to with so many of you guys out there going through perimenopause is this desire to feel better, but not having the bandwidth to do more to make that happen. You know, so many times I have found myself in life wanting to start a new project or to, that's going to better my life or, or make me happier or wanting to, you know, start a new workout or movement routine that I know could make me feel better or try a new way of eating that I know could help, but I don't have the bandwidth or the space to add another thing to my plate. There are times, of course, in life when we have busier times because of whether it's work or summer holidays or or the beginning of school. or And then, there, of course, there's times where we have a little more space. But in this phase of our life, when we are sort of sandwiched between still raising kids that need us and caring for parents that are aging and building careers and planning for our future and dealing with a body that's imbalanced, we have limited bandwidth. And I'm always looking for strategies and ways to share with you things that I have tested on myself and my clients Uh, but also that have like research backing to help us with that belief part, right? Because what I've learned is that it doesn't matter what strategy it is or, you know, in, in, in health, in wellness, in workout, in whatever you're trying to get to. If you don't believe that it's gonna work for you, if you don't believe it's possible for you, you won't show up for it. And then of course it won't, right? You won't do the work, you won't make it happen, you won't give it your all because that little part of you is like, ah, this really isn't for me. This really isn't gonna work. I don't really have the time. And of course, that belief piece is such an incredible part. For me, research is something that helps me have that belief because I can see, okay, this makes sense that it should work for me. So it's a, it's a proven strategy. I've seen it implemented in other people. It makes sense in my mind. And today I have a good one for you. So whether you've been listening to this podcast for a while, whether you are new to perimenopause altogether, the goal in perimenopause is really to reduce the workload on your body. If you are, are feeling like you've tried all the things and nothing is working, 
having a greater understanding of what's happening in perimenopause is is really the key to get there. So I want you to think of your body as having too much going on. This should be easy because we already feel like our minds have too much going on. But think of your body as its own thing that also has too much going on. It's maxed out. It's perimenopause kind of brings this very real energy supply and demand issue. Like puberty, like pregnancy, perimenopause is a time when so much more is going on inside of the body because of this hormonal shift, right? Essentially, our ovaries are passing the torch of the hormone rhythm to our adrenals. And as we know, our adrenals, which is sort of our stress manager and our stress yeah, handler, are, are already taxed and overwhelmed. So that job alone, like any transition, right? When you're starting a new career path, when you're learning a new lesson, when you are maybe you're, you're, you're starting up a new employee or you're training someone else in a job, there's always this transition period that is more work while you're trying to, you know, integrate something into a new way of doing something. So, so we really want to think of our body as this com- computer with kind of too many tabs open, right? We are not only asking our body to, you know, hustle hard every single day in the regular grinds of life. Our body is aging a little, so it doesn't move through things quite as smoothly, right? It's not a brand new vehicle here. And it also is working really hard to manage this transition and keep things as balanced as possible. And that's not even to speak, of course, of, you know, the regular toxic load the body handles every single day with our, from our environment, from our food, from our nutrition. Um, and so there's a lot happening. And this is why symptoms vary so significantly from women to women. And this is why we actually have so much more control over our perimenopause because it's our lifestyle choices. It's that stress level, whether we're adding to it or whether we're decreasing it, that makes all of the difference. This is also why we can do all of the workouts, follow all of the diets, take all of the supplements, but nothing is working because we're living in a stressed and inflamed body. We can't do a whole lot very quickly about some big stresses in our life, right? We can't necessarily make quick changes to the stress that comes to us from maybe challenges our kids are having in life or school or what might be going on in our relationship or with our partner or sickness and illness that's coming out of nowhere or or careers. All, all we can do with those things is sort of manage it and slowly make those changes over time. But I wanted to give you today something that is a quick win for you, something that you can do really just by reorganizing your life a little that packs a significant punch. I've seen it again and again in my body, in my clients, and we can understand it even by looking at the lives and the bodies of the animal kingdom as well. Because don't forget, even though our minds as humans have evolved, our brains have evolved quite significantly over times and generations, our bodies are still animals. They reproduce like animals. They digest like animals. They they fight sickness like animals. They respond to stress like animals. They're, they're still the same, work the exact same way. So I have, I have two key tips and a bonus tip for you that can help you make these changes really quickly. So 
Grab your pen and pencil if you have it, if you need it. Grab your little audio notes. I'm gonna make them super simple because nobody wants more on their to-do list, do we? No, we don't. So, all right, the first one, your first tip is to go to bed and wake up around the same time every day. For some of us, this is an easy thing. For all many of us, this is not an easy thing because of how we've organized our day. But if we know we need to protect a seven to nine hour sleep window in order for us to heal, recover, reduce cortisol in the body, then we're, we're working towards that anyway. On top of this infradian rhythm we have, which is our 28-day female hormone rhythm that dictates our energy, we all operate just like all animals, just like men, on a 24-hour circadian rhythm, right? And the circadian rhythm is the hormonal release in our body that you know, releases a little bit of natural cortisol in the morning to wake us up and get us moving so that it's a more active time in our day. And, and of course, releases that, that hormone melatonin a little bit at night so that we can kind of wind down and get to sleep. When we go to bed and wake up at so many varying times, those two hormones get really out of whack and confused. And what the problem with that is that then it's adding another additional to-do list, work list to, you know, it's adding more work onto our body. When we decide to go to bed and work towards going to bed and waking up at the same time, it it teaches the body that it doesn't have to think about something, right? Every time we're trying to learn a new thing, it requires more energy. And if you're constantly ebbing and flowing and bobbing, weaving and shifting things up in your sleep, it's very difficult for your body to keep up. It's like changing the rules of a game every time you decide to play that game. It's really confusing for everyone around. So creating that that protection around that bedtime sleep and wake massively makes a difference in allowing your body to fall into that natural rhythm. Now, there are, of course, studies around, you know, when we should be optimally falling asleep, you know, when we should be optimally waking up. But at the end of the day, all that matters is the consistency around it, right? That's why we can travel and be in different time zones all over the world and people can be healthy and have healthy sleep habits. And it doesn't really matter that it's one time here where I'm in Phoenix, it's another time in in Canada where my family is, it's another time on the other side of the world. All that matters is that routine there because it, again, it creates space so the body knows what to expect and it and it allows the consistency and the repair of that circadian rhythm. And of course, we see this in the animal world. Whether they're nocturnal or not, animals fall asleep at the same time and wake up around the same time every single day. Animals don't have perimenopausal issues. Very few animals struggle with depression and any other hormonal imbalance issues. They don't struggle with anxiety the same out in the world, that sleep piece is a very natural element. And when we go to bed and wake up at the same time every single day or around that same time every single day, then our body is able to have that extra space and you're reducing the workload on the body. Tip number two along the same lines is to eat at the same time every day. You know, you might say to me, Bria, but my life is like this and my life is like that. And, and I understand, but we cannot forget that we have this lifestyle piece a little backwards. 
right? The requirements for optimal optimization in in the body and health for the body to operate are sleep, our movement, our fuel, our breath, right? Like these are, these are requirements for optimal health. It doesn't matter what kind of job you have. It doesn't matter if you even have a job, you can still have your health. But if you don't have your health, if you don't focus on prioritizing these sort of four main health pillars, then you won't be able to have those other things in life, right? This is where coming in to that and stepping into that real prioritization and questioning how society has maybe pushed us around us or taught us to prioritize other things is really important because without our health, and these are the four things that make up our health, without our health, we don't have anything else. So when we prioritize our health and we look at it like, okay, I need to be eating three or four times a day, every day. When you plan to eat at the same time, it's a very similar concept to what we were just talking about with your sleeping at the same time. When you, it's like you're taking the thinking out of it from your body. You're taking the wondering out. Your body no longer needs to wonder if it's going to get food. It can trust that it's going to get food. It no longer needs to feel like it has, you know, battling these ups and downs of blood sugar um, spikes and dips because it can anticipate what's coming. Along with that, our hunger cues come into play. Cravings reduce because we're not asking more of our body to figure it out last minute when we quickly hoover some food or or we go without for a long period of time. The consistency is so critical here. And you know, it's funny because we do this with our pets, right? We feed our pets at the same time every single day. I know that I wake up, I walk my dog, and I feed him. And and then I feed him again around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And if I hit 2.30, you better believe he's sitting there staring at me, nudging me, because his body is telling him that's what he needs. That's the next thing. And that alone, not only does it allow the body to operate in a nice, smooth way, but it significantly reduces the stress, the added work, the impact of irregularity for our bodies. Because remember, our bodies are a machine. That's how they work. We can't very well you know, drive a car properly without gas or sometimes put gas and sometimes not put gas. You know, We need to give our body those key pieces to make it aware that you are going to be there for it, that you're going to give it those pieces. And when we have a regulated circadian rhythm because we're going to bed and waking up, our sleep improves. When we have regulated blood sugar because we are eating our meals at the same time, so many other things start to improve in our life. Our our sleep improves our eating, our eating improves our sleeping, you know, it improves our brain fog, our our thought process, and it reduces, again, it really reduces that workload on the body so the body can just operate. It can do its other things, right? It's like, it's like having a babysitter for your kids that you trust. You're like, oh, this is great. Or having employees that you know do their job when you're not there. We want to create that trust in the body And the only way to do that is by showing up for your body. I hope that makes sense for you guys. Here's my little bonus tip, okay? I've just spent 15 minutes telling you about the importance of that consistency. My bonus tip for you is to break that mold every four to six weeks. 
And why we want to break that mold every four to six weeks. And actually what I should say is it doesn't have to be perfect, but we're always looking for 80% of the time, right? 80% of the time we're sleeping well, 80% of the time we're eating consistently, 80% of the time we're not adding inflammatory foods to our diet, 80% of the time we're prioritizing these four health pillars. But the bonus tip here is to enjoy that 20% and break your mold every four to six weeks. And here's why. When I know that I am doing the same thing day in and day out and day in and day out, as much as it's nice when things get hard to have these healthy pillars to just fall back on without me thinking about it, and that's a valuable piece of having consistency, right? Because let's be honest, shit's going to happen in life. And when that happens and it throws us for a loop, if we have these habits solid, they don't take more energy for us to do them. And then they serve us, right? No matter how hard or stressed or challenging my life gets from time to time, I wake up and my body pushes me to work out. It, it reminds me that it's hungry. It tells me to drink my greens. I don't need to think about that anymore. So I'm able to lean on those healthy pieces which serve us me throughout the day and keep me in check when I'm going through a really tough time. But every four to six weeks, I get itchy. I get this desire to be different, do different, experience different. And that's important because... Just like in a new relationship, everything's exciting and fun because it's all new. In order to keep that love alive, we've got to push ourselves to do new things. So when we're doing the same thing all the time, we have to recreate that new and fun and exciting energy by breaking that mold. So whether that's deciding this one weekend, you're going to do something completely different. You're maybe going to travel somewhere else. You're going to maybe go dancing with your friends. You're going to just switch it up a little bit just for a night or two. We get that new energy. We get that rupturing, that release, that excitement of something different. And we're also reminded about how nice it does feel when we are in that routine, right? How good it does feel on our body. So it's that real balance of those, those, that consistency and then breaking that mold every four to six weeks, which gives our mind kind of a relief, switches things up a little bit for our body, but then we get to bring it back again to that consistency. So we're never getting so bored, so, you know, stuck in this mundane. We do our routine, we give our body that space so she can heal her hormones, one of my favorite quotes, you guys, is that if given half the chance, the body can heal herself. We just need to get out of her way by adding all this stuff to her when she's already really full. Create the space for your body by giving her trusted routine, trusted consistency, and then bring in some fun energy every four to six weeks to swap it up. Again, either through travel, either through a new experience, either through staying up late finally and watching a show, you know, switch it up and be okay with that switching up. All right, sisters, remember to go out and be more in your life and not just less on the scale and join us in the perimenopause posse. The June challenge is coming. There's a new monthly challenge every single month. that's going to teach you how to understand your body and harness the power of perimenopause, which believe it or not, 
has scientifically backed research to being one of the most optimal times for women to finally change and live their most healthy and fulfilling life. I'll do an episode on that soon. Have an amazing, amazing day. Reach out if I can help and don't forget to swipe up and join us in the posse. Catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.